Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This episode is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. They have you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. So head on over to BetOnline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's right. You'll get a 50% bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag. Hey, what's up? And welcome to Hashtag Lakers Podcast, presented by the Believe Podcast Network. I'm John Lagazzo, and I'm joined by McKay Westbrook. McKay, sort of a historic event here. Um, Io Lagazzo won't be joining us, and that's a first on the show. But that's First time beca- ever. Yeah, first time ever. Um, but that's because he welcomed his third child this past week. I have another niece in the family, and uh, Lagazzo WNBA team continues to expand <laughs> so uh lakers fans and listener listeners let's give him all the love and support and well wishes we can um but yeah mckay the show must go on uh we've got a good show lined up for you um and it's been a week since the lakers left the playoffs held their exit interviews and the memes the narratives the rumors and news continue to surround the purple and gold uh, the potential free agents are already being photoshopped in Lakers jerseys, and there's a quiet but steady optimism for next year's run. Um, so even with all that, the Lakers out of the playoffs, there's a lot of media attention, significant segments focusing on the Lakers and their their leader, LeBron James. A lot of negative attention, actually. Um, slander, as Twitter has started to call it. Um, so much slander that two rookies from different teams have responded to it um rj hampton point guard for the magic tweeted out i don't get the lebron slander man is in his 18th season nobody talked down on kobe Shaq, dirk tim duncan uh when they were in their 18th season uh then you know the i don't get it emoji then also anthony edwards right shooting guard for the timberwolves uh said i've never seen so many people be so happy to see an athlete fail more than lebron He's, his whole career, he's been hated on constantly and slandered to no end to the point where when he, he retires, nobody would have appreciated his greatness. So what do you think, Mikay? Is this some crazy made-up narrative that LeBron is being slandered too much and just not appreciating uh, greatness when we see it? Uh, you know, I, I think this is kind of multi-tiered here. Um, I think people only get slandered when they have high expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, you you look at um, people like Kobe in the past. Kobe would go to arenas and he'd have the entire arena booing him. He would have them uh, chanting, Kobe sucks, you know, all, all kinds of different things. There were so many Kobe haters out there. I think it's a little bit more amplified now that we have social media and anybody yeah. and everybody can get out there and just kind of shout it to the world. Um, I think the fact that he's receiving 
slander is um, more of an evidence of his greatness. Um, only those who are, are truly, truly awful mm-hmm. um, or truly great um, get slandered. Um, and I think this comes from, you know, both people who have always been LeBron haters and then, of course, um, Lakers fans who are upset that the Lakers were supposed to go um, to the finals and, and win another ring this year. Um, and, and I, you know, I get it. It's like the heartbreak phase. You know, you go through um, feelings of sadness, of anger, of denial, you know, and I, I think that's what, what this is right now. And um, we got to get to a point of, of acceptance. I mean, LeBron's going to go down whether you like him or not as one of the the greatest players of all time. Right. Um, and I, I don't think that he's being slandered particularly more than any other great would in, in the same position, you know, like a Michael Jordan or a Kobe Bryant. Right. Um, it's just people's voices are much more amplified because they have a platform to stand on. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's on in the spotlight, right? And the the measuring stick is magnified even, right? You know, you got Jordan, you got Kobe, you mentioned it. Shaq, Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, Kareem, uh, who else? Wilt, Bill Russell, right? Oscar Robertson. Uh, those are just the measuring sticks and he's getting measured to those same standards. And like you said, right? Social media is the difference. Um, and I think what also doesn't help is that LeBron is a Los Angeles Laker. Um, We can argue that four of the five greatest players to ever play basketball wore purple and gold. And that's just part of the lore. And, you know, there's that intensity and really the burden that comes from wearing those colors. Um, And it's not going to get easier because the fans, like you said, expect it and they demand it and they want it. And Kobe knew that too. Vanessa Bryant said so herself uh, during his induction to the Hall of Fame. And that's what we got from the Mamba, right? The heart, the resilience, and sheer willpower uh, to just keep going. Um, You know, LeBron's not even worried, though. I think he posted a, a message on Instagram a little bit earlier this week that he basically sees the doubters, and now he's on a mission to prove them wrong. Uh, and I think everyone you know, on the team is as well. Yeah. You know, the NBA, it, not just from a fan standpoint, but also the players, you know, it's a trash talking um, environment. Right. Um, right. And you look at people like Kobe, people like LeBron, if you're truly going to be elite and great, you don't let the things that people say tear you down. Um, you use that as fuel to your fire and you Absolutely. use that to, um, go and prove people wrong. I mean, it, it's incredible that LeBron's in his 18th season and he's performing the way that he is. It's it's mind blowing. Um, and we know that he he wasn't at full form. Um, mm-hmm. He was coming off of that ankle injury. Unfortunately, um, you could you could see there wasn't as much pep in his step um, that was only there a few months ago, um, and. It, it was a little bit tough to watch. Um, I don't think it's necessarily a degradation um, in his basketball ability. Um, 
from here on out. I at least I hope not. I hope that he can get back up to 100% for for this next season. Um but you you know that's this is part of the game. Uh, there's going to be injuries, there's going to be people who trash talk when you can't perform. Um it, it's just really unfortunate timing. We uh had all the stars aligned last season and things worked out great, but unfortunately we saw um injuries to our two biggest stars and that really was was all the difference this year um and i i think people got to come to to that acceptance phase of what's going on right now and um there's always going to be the lebron haters there's always going to be the lakers haters and when those two you know both lebron and the lakers are together um it's going to be tenfold so i you know, it's not unexpected. It's not a surprise at all. And it's going to continue going forward. So, you know, everybody should get used to it. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, Chris Haynes from Yahoo Sports reported uh, that LeBron James was only 85% healthy. You know, he said that the the four-time champ was 85% healthy for the series. Um, but that percentage fluctuated game to game. Uh, the high ankle sprain was the main reason he wasn't able to routinely penetrate and attack the paint like he's accustomed to doing. And yeah, I, I totally agree. Like everything just sort of hit us, right? Like a bus, you know, we, we were in top form last year and this year we were just hampered by injuries. Um, you know, injuries are part of the sport and I can see the frustration of not coming into the playoffs ready to go. Um, and really, if you look at the playoffs now, McKay, which, which teams are still going and you look at where they were last year, right? You'll see a pattern. So um, the Suns, the Jazz, uh, the Nets, where were they last <laughs> last playoffs? They weren't even in the playoffs, right? They were, were gone quickly from the playoffs. You know, the Clippers as well. I think maybe the only ones that were there almost the entire time was um, the Nuggets, yeah. yeah, the yeah, the Nuggets. I mean, Miami and the Lakers verse all both left the first round, right? Um, so it was a grind of a year. Um, but like you said, the the positive is that there's a lengthy off season this year, and we we're looking to get another run again next time. Yeah, for sure. And you know, it's one of those things that sports in general. There are just so many variables that play into whether or not you can um, be the best team out there, and mm-hmm. and win the championship you know it doesn't just come down to raw talent all the time and who's the best on paper or even who the best team is when everybody is working correctly you know it comes down to it's a health game um physically mentally emotionally everything um the team that can keep their confidence up the team that can avoid injury Oftentimes they're going to be the ones that, that go in and win it. And just like you said, you know, uh, none of these teams um, that are kind of the favorites to win this year even got past the first round of the playoffs last year. So it's, um, it's different. Uh, It's exciting for, for some of these teams that are coming up for sure. Super, super unfortunate for us as Lakers fans, because we thought for sure we were going to repeat. But it's, it's one of those things. Um, I, I think LeBron and both him and Anthony Davis 
being champions like they are. They realize this. Um, they're not going to let this defeat them. If anything, they're going to come back bigger and stronger for next year. Um, and they're going to be ready to take on the rest of the league. Absolutely. Um, that was a great discussion. But uh, let's go ahead and take a quick break here. And uh, we'll hash out the rest of these narratives and rumors uh, in the next segment. Hey guys, this is McKay with the Hashtag Laker Podcast. I wanted to talk to you about Jersey Bird, your number one custom jersey shop. They've got high quality, low priced jerseys for you, your family, and friends. The folks at Jersey Bird are really dedicated to bringing you the very best jerseys with a focus on dependability, durability, and customer satisfaction. They've even got custom Kobe and LeBron high school jerseys for you to enjoy. So don't show up to your buddy's watch party looking like a bum. Hop on jerseybirdofficial.com, take a look at their selection, and use promo code LAKERS to get 10% off your order. Again, that's promo code LAKERS to get 10% off your order at jerseybirdofficial.com. Welcome back to Hashtag Lakers Podcast. I'm here with McKay Westbrook. On this segment of the show, we're going to talk about a few of the rumors and narratives out there. Uh, first, we talk Montrez Harrell. He posted a cryptic message, almost farewell-like, on uh, social media. Uh, it says, uh, as the page turns on year six, I sit back and just say thank you for all for it all, the ups, the downs, highs, lows. Um, because at the end of the day, I'm blessed to wake up every day and play a game that I love and call it my job. Um, you know, he ends it by, thank you Lakers Nation and the Purple and Gold franchise for allowing me to add another page in the book of Trez. But, you know, the whole message, it seems like a farewell. You know, what do you think, you know, what do you think this means, McKay? Is there a prediction from the last show coming true? Uh, I mean, I think so. Um, you never know when it, when it comes to these NBA players on what their their tweets really mean i mean dwight howard said that he was coming back to the purple and gold and then an hour later was going to uh philly you know so who who really knows but um i would suspect that montrez is probably not going to be a laker next year which is unfortunate i really right. liked him i thought he was an incredible player um you know, he didn't have all the best matchups. He was undersized um, for a center, but he was not afraid to get down and dirty and to get rough. And yeah. I love that. You know, it's like a glimpse into the past of the NBA used to be. It's a lot more physical. And, you know, he, was, he wasn't he was afraid of anything. He he was a great teammate. He was willing to, to accept his role. He was willing to root on his his team and you know there there wasn't a whole lot that you couldn't love about the guy being on Absolutely. our team um it was kind of sad that he was given the role that he was um but he he accepted it graciously and you know he played his part um all the way to the end um if i i don't think it makes sense for him to come back next year you know he's got the player option to exercise and i don't think he will there are so many other um 
good options for him. People who will utilize him to the best of his playing ability and mm-hmm. and where he'll fit in better. Um, not to say that I don't think he fit in with the Lakers, um, but our coaching staff uh, definitely towards the end of the, the regular season and into the playoffs um, thought of otherwise. Um, so I, I think it's going to be one of those things where it's, it's going to be, I mean, you know, just like like what he said in in his tweet, you know, he said thank you to to the fans and for the Lakers for for having him there. I think he was happy to be there, um, but I think they're going to amicably part ways. And uh, you know, I I can't see him coming back next year. I I would absolutely right. love it. I would absolutely love for us to give him um, a big role on our team next year because I thought he played phenomenally for the most part he was one of our more consistent players um mm-hmm. and i'm sad to see him go but i think this is his goodbye yeah i mean the ball is literally on his court right like you said that second year with us is optional um and he'll get to decide his faith um you know i suspect he'll talk with his teammates you know lebron ad um with the coaching staff for sure and gauge where he can be utilized from from here um, like you were saying, from a pu- purely fan mindset, I'd love to have that energy back on the bench. But from a coaching mindset, there's a lot of problems in style, right? And just how we run our offense. Um, and I think a lot of that is our deficiency in a in a playmaker once LeBron is out. Um, and usually where, where Trez played is the second unit. And that pick and roll is so big. And his connection with, with Dennis Schroeder... Right, running that pick and roll is really the the strength of where that was in the regular season. And if Trez were to come back, we'll, we definitely need to run some of those pick and rolls more often. And you know, we'll we'll see. But if he does opt in, I I see a lot of uh, happy fans. And you know, but let's move on. Another narrative out there is another one of your picks uh, to not be back on the team next year and might need to find out who your sources are and give them the shakedown. But uh, an anonymous NBA agent quoted, uh, the Lakers have grown frustrated with Kyle Kuzma's inconsistency and are going to look at trading him this offseason. Rob Palenka won't move him for cheap, but if he can be packaged to add better talent around LeBron and AD, they will do that. Kuzma will be on the trade block this offseason, and quite a few teams are expected to show interest. McKay, you you think this is true? Uh, you know, I think it very well could be. Um, Kuzma's shown some inconsistency. You know, he's shown some real bright uh, potential, but unfortunately, it's it's not there every game. Um, and it it's been kind of strange in in some instances. Um, I mean, particularly his low games in the playoffs it wasn't necessarily um that he was just missing a lot of shots or anything like Mm -hmm. that but it seemed like he kind of shied away um and i don't know if that was the coach's decision to not put the ball in his hands as much or you know just him uh shying away in the moment a little bit yeah uh but regardless there has been um inconsistencies in in his output and i think 
we need something that's going to be there reliably. Um, you know, you would have hoped to see the Lakers be able to step up a little more without um, LeBron and AD like we did uh, mm-hmm. when we lost them in the in the regular season. Uh, we lost a lot more games than I would have hoped. Um, and then you see what happens when it comes down to the postseason. If we lose either of our stars for any period of time, we're basically dead in the water. So we need somebody who's going to be able to step up, who's going to be able to do that, you know, at the drop of a pen. Um, that's why I think people like THT who are not afraid of the moment, who are ready to go at a whim um, are important to keep. But I foresee um, this being true. And Kyle Kuzma could very well get moved this offseason. Yeah, and I, I think a lot of that comes from comparing where the other, you know, ex-Lakers young core, what they're doing right now, right? You got, um, you got Julius Randle, right? You got uh, Brand, Brandon Ingram, you got uh, Jordan Clarkson, all those guys, D'Angelo Russell, even, you know, uh, Ibika Suvak and um, Thomas Bryant, you know, kind of the years they're having and the progress they're having. Um, you know, we knew that when Kuzma signed this contract extension, four-year, $40 million, $13 million cap hit every year uh, with the player option in the fourth year, right? Uh, it was a very beneficial contract for the Lakers front office because it meant that he would be easier to move or to trade because, you know, his contract matches better with other contracts out there. And you're right. I, you know, Kuzma averaged 13 points in games during the, the regular season, but in the postseason against the Suns, he only averaged six points. And you mentioned uh, before, you know, two-point games. That's that's pretty inconsistent there. Um, but my question is, who can we find to replace his skill set at that price range? I think, you know, time will tell, and we'll see. Hopefully, Rob can can move him for pretty good value or we're able to find someone at his skill set. Yeah. I, you know, I, I really hope so. I think um, Kuzma has been living in the shadow of, of these superstars on our team a little bit. I, I think if he goes to another team, he's going to end up excelling just like a lot of these other players that we had on our team. It, um, I think he's been able to grow a lot um, mm-hmm. being a Laker. He's, picked up some new skills he plays really well off the ball um i i've really liked him at certain points and been really frustrated him with him at other moments um but you know i don't think he's one of those players that are untouchable anymore like he was when LeBron first came to the Lakers, you know, that was the one piece that the Lakers absolutely would not deal was Kyle Kuzma. And, um, I, I think that's changed, um, which is unfortunate because he was part of that. The, the Lakers squad last year that helped us to get a championship. Um, now do I think that we can get a championship with him being on the squad? Absolutely. Right. Um, and I think he can be a major contributor, but, it's just, you know, when you see the inconsistencies for that long, when it doesn't level out, you start to 
kind of think, you know, that's that's what the player is going to be in this environment, you know, with this squad. Yeah. It's going to continue to be that. Um, I, I don't foresee things being much different with him um, come next season if we do decide to keep him. Um, so if if the coaching staff is is okay with that, with his level of contribution at this point in time, then maybe we'll keep him. But if um, if not, I I can see them moving him, and especially if the right deal comes along. Absolutely. Um, I think there are a lot of other valuable players out in the league that could very well be dealt this offseason, and he could be a crucial part in, in a trade for one of them. And, you know, we'll see. If not, um, it was great having uh, Kuzma on the Lakers, and it was fun to see some of uh, the things that he could do. And I hope he, he continues to, to excel in the league, you know, and become a star like some of us kind of envisioned and hoped for him at the beginning. Yeah, we'll see if the price is right, right? We'll go with your mantra, mantra if the price is right. Um, but McKay, I think that does it for us today. Um, guys, make sure to catch us on Apple, Spotify, and other listening platforms. Do us a favor and head over to Apple Podcasts. Subscribe and give us a five-star review. We appreciate the follows and the reviews. It'll help us continue to produce this show. Follow us on Twitter on hashtag Lakers Podcast and on Instagram hashtag Lakers. With that said, have a great day. Root for the Lakers, and we'll talk to you next time. Games in the Admiral Refrigerator. The door is closed. The lights out. Butter's getting hard. The eggs are cooling, and the Jello is jiggling. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.